In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Lord Jesus, we praise and thank you for the gift of our faith, for the gift of this Sunday. We ask you, Lord, to help us to worship you with all of our hearts during this Mass and to be fully focused and devoted to you. Help us, Lord, to keep our eyes fixed on you despite the many distractions that might come our way that are in our lives. We ask you, Lord, to give us the gift of peace, the gift of joy, the gift of love today in this Mass so that when we leave here, we can truly be your disciples and give you to those that we love. We ask this through our Blessed Mother and Saint Joseph. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Jesus enters the temple in today's Gospel, and many of us are familiar with this very Gospel passage, where Jesus comes into the temple of the Jews, and he finds people are selling different things, and they've turned the temple into a business place. They've turned the temple into a market. And so Jesus is angry at the Jews. Jesus is angry at the people in the temple. And he flips over their tables. He whips them. And Jesus shows his anger to these people. Now, the reason why Jesus was angry with them was because their focus was off. Their focus was off. They turned the temple, this house of prayer, into a market, into a place of selling and buying, into a place of money, into a place of business, a place of profit, and it was no longer a house of prayer. This we just read from was from the Gospel of John. But in the Gospel of Matthew, St. Matthew also writes about this story, but he says something different than St. John says. He says, when Jesus entered the temple, he said to the people, you have taken my house of prayer. My father's house should be a house of prayer, but you've made it into a den of thieves, a den of robbers. And I really love that line that Jesus says. He says, you've taken my father's house and you've made it into a place of thieves, a place of robbers. When we are baptized as children, some of us maybe were baptized later, but when we are baptized, when we are received into the church, we become temples of the Holy Spirit. That means that God dwells within us. God comes into us at baptism and we now become his home. We now become his child. We become a part of him and he becomes a part of us. And so Jesus isn't just talking about this physical temple, this physical building, but he's talking about our hearts and our souls. And how oftentimes, even in our lives, we can lose that focus. And we can lose the focus that our hearts and our homes are supposed to belong to God and to nothing else. Now, when our focus is off, when our eyes are not fixed on God, when our priorities are off in our life, we too make our hearts and our souls into a den of thieves, a den of robbers. Who is the biggest thief? 
Who is the biggest robber? The devil himself. And when our focus becomes off in our lives, we allow the devil to be a thief and to rob us. Now what is the devil trying to rob us of? Our peace, number one. Our joy. Our unity. Our faith. These are the very things that the devil wants to rob us of. Now he doesn't just take those things away from us, but he replaces them with something else. And something that I've seen just as a priest, whether it's hearing people, sitting with people, what is the devil doing right now in our lives and how is he robbing us of our peace and our joy, our love, our unity? He does that, but he replaces it with something that cancels all of those things out. And that's anger. That is anger. I think when God was creating us, someone accidentally dropped an entire pound of salt into the mixture where God was creating us. Because we oftentimes can be very bitter, very resentful, and very angry people. St. Catherine of Siena says that the sin of anger, the wrong of anger, is a foretaste, it is a taste of hell itself. When we are angry, whether that's with God, when we are angry with each other, when we are angry at the world, when we're angry at our community, we are tasting hell itself. Because anger isn't just between me and this person, or me and this thing. Anger affects every single thing in our life. So when the devil tries to plant that very weed of anger in our lives, it destroys, first of all, ourselves. It destroys our families. It destroys our community. And then it destroys our world. That's what it does. Because the devil wants to ruin and to destroy and to break up our families. He wants to ruin and destroy our marriages. He wants to ruin and destroy our community. He wants to ruin and destroy our world. And oftentimes he's very successful at that. But think for a second, when your marriage is going well, when you gather together as a family and have a great time, how much peace and how much joy is in our life in those moments? But when we don't have those things, life becomes depressing, life becomes stressful, life becomes negative. My brothers and sisters, anger can literally ruin our souls. It can ruin our faith. And there's something important to keep in mind. If you lose your money, you lose nothing. If you lose your health, you lose something. But once you lose your soul, once you lose your faith, you lose everything. Everything. And so anger causes us to lose all of that, to get rid of all of that. And some people will look at this gospel and they'll say, well, Jesus was angry, so that's why I can be angry with my brother or my sister or my spouse, because Jesus was angry. 
Jesus was angry at sin. Jesus was angry at evil. Jesus wasn't angry because his brother didn't show up to his wedding. Jesus wasn't angry because someone showed up to the baby shower and only gave $35, okay? That's not why Jesus was angry. But we hold on to these very little and petty things. And for years and years and years, we live in anger. We live in resentment. We live in bitterness. When you buy a bag of lemons or a bag of apples and one of them begins to rot and mold begins to form on one of those apples or one of those lemons, eventually the rest of the apples and lemons start to rot and start to catch the mold that came from that one piece of fruit. If you are rotten, if you are bitter, our rottenness and our bitterness will spread to all of those around us. And that's why our families can't be at peace. Because we are the Buma that is causing everyone else to be a Buma. And then we start pointing fingers and blaming every other person around us when we are the problem, when we are the issue. Don't let our anger spread. We need to give it to God. We need to bring it to Him. This week, I was sitting in the chapel, and for some reason, I woke up that morning very, very angry, right? Sometimes that happens to us. We wake up very, very angry, sometimes for no reason. And I go into the chapel in the morning, and I'm trying to pray about it. I'm trying to give it to God. But all of a sudden, one after the other, and they're praying under their breath, they're praying their prayers out loud. I was about to go off. I was getting angrier in front of God. But, in that moment, I knew that I was being tested. I knew that the devil knew I was angry, and he wanted me to fall even more. And so I didn't allow that to happen. That's what we need to do in our anger, is go straight to God and give it to Him and let it go. Because at the end of the day, it's not worth it. At the end of the day, we will all end up in front of this altar in a casket, and it's not worth it. It is not worth it. You can lose your money, you lose nothing. You lose your health, you lose something. But once you lose your heart, once you lose your soul, you lose everything. So let's give whatever our anger is to God, right in this mass. In this mass, God could take our anger away. God could lift it from us in this mass. If we pray with faith, and if we actually try with our hearts to give it to Him, and so let's try our best to do that now. Amen.